Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to Motivate Her Podcast. I know it's been a minute, but I'm back. I just wanted to come in and, you know, check in day after Valentine's Day. One of my favorite holidays. I'm probably one of the few single women that love Valentine's Day. I actually just love love because everything about love is pure. If it's pure, it's good, it's peaceful, and you don't look for someone else to, you know, validate you with gifts and things. I mean, that's all fine and well. I've had that, and that came from a place I always used to call it the guilty holiday when I actually was involved with someone doing Valentine's Day because it just felt like they did it because it was the right thing to do. So I had to learn to um, unpack those things and those thoughts and those feelings that I had towards the holiday because it went from expecting a dude to spoil you with gifts and then it went to being single and, and not having someone to do that. So I had a little sour taste for a little bit. And then it went to once I understood how to receive the love that God has for me. You know, that's the best love. Then self-love comes after God's love because God will teach you how to love yourself. So, um, yeah, so that's probably, it's been, sure, maybe 10 years or more that I've been like the cheerleader for Valentine's Day as a single woman. But that wasn't really all that I came on to talk about, just on a whim, I'm fixing dinner, and suddenly I started singing Erica Badu's Bag Lady, and I was like, wow, pack light, huh? And I said, "Um, you know, it's, it's funny how you sang songs, and you really, you know, and then I got it at that moment, but it didn't really resonate the way that it does in life now in many different ways. So as I was standing up over the stove, I was like, wow, yeah, because I've said during this part of my life that I've been unpacking some things in my life. That means as far as like um, learned behavior from childhood, um, religious um, behavior from being a woman of God, and understanding how to unpack those things that were not from God, but it was things that made me burden and heavy during certain parts of my life. Um, unpacking just things that are not healthy, relationships, um, whether it's intimacy or just friendships. And, you know, just it's a whole total package of, you know, of God love, self-love, self-care. Those things reflect you. And I think a lot of times I um always, when I'm talking to people, and even before I started this journey of um, becoming a mental health counselor, which I'm about to finally come closer to the end of it. And um, I was always the one that people would call or, or ask advice. And I would, I'm the person that's the straight shooter. I'm not the person that's going to agree when I know, you know, hey, is this really going to help them if I say this? Or is this, you know, sometimes things hurt, but I'd rather someone hurt my feelings with the truth than later I walk around with a lie that I have to unpack now. You know, sometimes it's it's just things that you grew up with. And as an adult, as you've grown, you realize, like, that really wasn't how it should go. And it doesn't make, whether it was parenting or relationship, it doesn't make the people bad. And that's the thing, too. We have to unpack how we see people. We have to learn to see people. I'm learning 
to see people from the place where God sees them. I'm like, show me what you see. Show me how you see them so that I'm not offended and easily moved by behaviors or things that might have been done unintentionally or unaware. Some people are. But I feel like a lot of women, because that's who I really try to nurture and care for, are my women. And um, we've walked around with a lot of baggage. And when we say baggage, sometimes the first thing people, their minds jump to is relationships. And that's not, I mean, you know, they think, oh, we're talking about, oh, when that guy, we broke up and then I had all the baggage from the dudes. It's just in your entire life. You have to sit and just start to look at things, sometimes pull back and pull away from things. Because sometimes the 20-something-year-old me will show up with certain behaviors or thoughts or things. And I'm like, oh, I got to put her to bed. Because on this journey, nothing that is going to be unhealthy to me mentally, emotionally, and spiritually can go on this journey. So I must pack light with the things of God, the thoughts of God, the things that are healthy. You know, in one scripture it says, think on these things, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are of a good report. You know, he's telling you what things to think on. So when you start to think about certain things, you know, you have to unpack negative thoughts, you know, thoughts of depression and oppression. And I, a lot of people battle with depression and I tell people depression will not I have to make the decision of, am I going to entertain it or am I going to unpack it and deal with what brought this on? It's just a lot, you know, but I just wanted to have a, you know, a conversation in between fixing dinner and going back to finish my homework because unpacking, it's it's a journey. You, you will not unpack in one conversation, one, you know, a month here and there. You got to unpack emotional baggage, unpack the brokenness, the hurt, the heartache, the pain, the rejection. Like it's so much that you have to unpack. As they say, it's levels to this. It's levels to this, to this unpacking. And I just wanted to share that with you because I know, I don't know, I used to get like this years and years ago. Thank God I'm past that. But I would be, you know, I would feel a way. Valentine's Day and even a little afterwards. And I was like, wow, all of this, all of that energy, you know, that's just not healthy. And to give people your energy, your time. And, and I'm, a, I'm a big advocate of um, reclaiming my time and um, not wasting anymore. Because, see, I've been homeless before. So I know what it's like to lose things. And I also know what it's like to get things back again. So you can get things, material things. You you lose a job, you can get another one. Those things like that, we can get those again. But the one thing that we can't get back is time. And that's one thing I tell myself constantly, do not waste it. When I taught beauty school, I would say to my students, don't waste your dash. Because I learned when I was teaching, I would always give them like a motivational quote in the morning before classes started. And shout out to my students that always said this was who I was. Even when I didn't want to be that, they would say, Miss Warren, 
you need to be a motivational speaker. And I was like, yeah, right. This is the, this is it right now, because that's a job teaching adults and adult women, you know, that have a gift. And, and you have to be humble enough when you're teaching someone when someone is more creative than you and, and even more gifted than you, just because I had the knowledge and the information, I always applauded them on their gifts and talents. But nevertheless, um, being able to hone into that, to this gift, you know, God's gift, he gives us many, many gifts. That's the thing. And, and I tell that to my children, don't, you know, don't waste it. And, and I say that because I had to understand that with my own life. I went through life, you know, taking advantage of my gift and many of them. And I just did kind of frivolously and not really thinking a lot of how to manage things. But again, that's something I had to unpack the way things were done or taught or not taught. And I had to learn how to, with my gift, it wasn't going to be for me to do hair for I think I did hair for over 20 some years and then ended up um, being an instructor uh, the last few years. So close, you know, the last few years I ended up teaching. And what happened was God actually used the hair as the vehicle that took me to this lane of speaking and writing and, you know, the empowerment, the motivation, the, the stuff I love to do because it oozed out so easily. But because I still had to unpack that girl, that woman, that grew into the woman that wanted to please people, that wanted to make, you know, be accepted, wanted to be liked and, you know, don't go against the grain because this is what everybody is expecting of you or this is who they say you are. So it took a while to even get to this place and, to, you know, just to talk openly about the things that I thought, the, the emotions, the things that I felt or went through in life to publicly share a lot of my story. It took a while to get here because people will judge you and be ready for that. But one thing about being ready for it is being okay with it more than anything. Be okay with everybody not accepting you or agreeing with you because I can touch one and that's going to make a big difference to me. I'm not for everybody and everybody isn't for me. And I hear people say that and some people say it with such aggression or anger. Or it comes from a hurtful place. No, I come from a place of love. I can't be for everybody. That would be impossible. There is a tribe just for me. I'm not supposed to be out here trying to um, chase the bag and chase people down and make them ex understand or accept me. But that's something that I had to unpack and I'm constantly unpacking because the more you grow and the more you become and, and start evolving into this different person, into this person that the people that are closest to you or people who knew you or were familiar with you, um, it, it takes a look. They, they may never accept it. You know, they will still say, oh, I remember when or how, how are they going to tell me anything when they did X, Y, and Z? So those type of things you have to know, like, okay, fine. You're not that. You're not for me, and it's okay. Keep moving. And I have to unpack that daily because being where you're 
opening your mouth and speaking what God has me, what God has given me to share. It's, it's, uh, um, I guess I can say it's a little, it can be uncomfortable because you do want people to, um, accept what you say and hope that something would, um, be able to be a blessing to them in hopes that something would help them. And, um, it, it doesn't always turn out that way. And you just have to say, okay, well, I did what I knew God gave me and that's it. And unpacking that people pleasing thing. I, I call it in my book, I wrote the disease to please because we don't walk around saying, oh, I want to please everybody. I want everybody to like me. No, absolutely not. But we don't we don't want to do what everybody else isn't doing. In most cases, that the thing that you like doing the most is going to make you uncomfortable. You know, I had to learn to get comfortable with being uncomfortable because serving God, it's not a comfortable place. It's not a, a, a bed of roses where everything is so easy as people seem to think or portray. Not that it's like, oh, my God, I can't do this. No, we can do all things through Christ, which strengthens us. So that's never a thought of what I can do. But if it's really God's will, then I can do it with his strength. If it isn't his will, then, of course, it's going to be really hard because it's like I'm kicking against the grain of what God really has for me. And we have to understand and ask God so that we'll know the difference and not waste time doing something that's not the one going to bring him glory, have purpose in it. And my friend, my sister friend said to me the other day, she said, when you speak, you speak with purpose. So therefore, don't take down, continue to do everything that you do with purpose. And your purpose is what God gave you. Your purpose isn't to hope everybody accepts you or likes what you do or what you say or how you do it. And sometimes it is such a thing for me to be like, well, you know, I hope because then I, that's when I take my gaze off of God and I begin to look at things from a different standpoint because I'm looking at likes and views and how many. And then I have to come back to the word of God when he says your gift will make room for you and put you in the faces of great men. So therefore, I just have to show up. I don't have to babysit numbers because if I'm trusting God, then his will will be done if it's if he's in it. And if I'm in his will, it'll be done. But I guess I just wanted to say, make sure you unpack things in this um, season because a lot has happened in everyone's life. We've experienced a lot of loss, a lot of hurt. Um, it's been good and bad. And in this season, I look at it as not losses, but lessons. Because everything, you know, things I always say, you know, God says what was meant for evil, what the enemy meant for evil, God will, has turned it for my good. So I have to really believe that. So once I really believe that, then I can really move forward in the way that he's calling me to move forward. But unpacking and um, don't take those loads with you because you'll become burdened and, and heavy weighted. Like. And as to my single moms, I know what it's like to wear a lot of hats. I know what it's like, you know, to work multiple jobs. You know, I'm, I'm working multiple jobs and attending school while raising kids that they have a very active life. So I'm thankful to God that the grace that he gives me to do this, 
You know, I don't say, oh, God, you know, I, why me anymore? I, I just say, God, I thank you because I know if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have the strength to do. I would have been tapped out. You know, it's a lot. But unpack. Have time to yourself. Take time, you know, to sit for a few minutes and just take in. You know, I like to start my day super early. And um, I like to go and work out sometimes before work and um, get my head together. I like to pray before my day starts. I, I like to read scripture before my day starts and get my head together. I'm not really like a late night person at all. So my best stuff is done early in the morning. As the day gets later, I start to, you know, trickle down because I get up so early. But get that quiet time. My favorite quiet time is um, a bubble bath. That's like my favorite thing. Get in a tub and sit and just like be still. And, and that is a job in itself for me to unpack the busy, 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 go, go, go. You know, I, I didn't, I haven't found that. And, and Jesus was super busy, but I, I never heard him, you know, yeah, I'm busy. I'm busy. He always made time for the things that had purpose and to give glory, to bring glory to his father. So I always, you know, try to think of that aspect because when everybody, you know, I'm, I'm booked and busy, I'm chasing a bag. Well, the word of God tells me, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto me. So therefore, if it's for me, it's going to be, it's going to come to me. And I don't have to chase anything. You know, that's Matthew 6.33, I believe. Check it out. But um, I don't have to chase. You know, he said, faith without works is dead. So, yes, I have to do. But I don't have to always be busy, busy. You know, as the older people would say, you are a jack of all trades, but the master of none. And I, I don't want to be that. I want to make sure there is some completion. There is some you know, not start and stop and start and stop. I had to learn about procrastination. That's something I'm unpacking as well. So I just wanted to come on and talk about my journey and unpacking the load that I've carried for so long that has been holding me up from a lot of blessings and opportunities, not just for myself, but to be a blessing to someone else. Because we can't make everything about what we want. And that's, you know, that's the thing about serving God. It's, it can't be about us. It has to be about him first. And then he'll order my steps. So um, just wanted to come on and drop that off once a day. Unpack that a little. Hopefully, you know, pray for me that I be consistent with this. Because I really do want to be consistent to where at least I do this at least every other day. I know I can't say every day, but every other day to come because I do have a lot to say. I just have to figure out the time. I'm learning to be a better steward of my time, how to manage my time, because I don't want to procrastinate and then it turns into cramming because that's what I'm dealing with now. So I'm I'm learning. So anything that I'm saying on my podcast is never because, oh, I got it right. So I'm going to tell them this is what you need to do. We're on this journey together, but as I, cl- I said in my book, um, 
as I climb, you know, as we like to say in, in life, as, as God takes me, I lift as I climb. So I, I reach back to pull up or to pour into whatever that I feel someone else may be able to use or be blessed by. So everybody be blessed. Got to go back to being a mom and a student. But while I had a few moments, I just wanted to share. So blessings and love to you all.